0: All right, today we're going to cover a few things. With all the money that the government is giving to small businesses, will this really help save jobs? Where is the feds getting all this money, by the way? Plus, the heated debate when should America reopen? This is the Seven Figures Podcast Smart Money Strategies for Women with Sandy Waters. CBS News Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger, good friend of ours. She's always on the radio morning show. Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz every Wednesday. Always a great conversation, but even more so now with all the questions that we have about the pandemic. If you do have a question, just reach out. Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. Okay, here's our conversation from this morning. 98.9
1: The Buzz, Spazano and Sandy, the calm and the storm of the coronavirus. CBS news business analyst Jill Schlesinger good morning good morning hey want to let you know if you want to put s- if you want to put some money back in your pocket auto loan rates as low as 2.49 percent right now at Advantage have a loan elsewhere refinance it today at Advantage Federal Credit Union apply online at advantagefcu.org. Jill on money. Hi. Crazy week so far. I
2: was just thinking about that you're reading that spot. And um, it is one of the bright spots of not spot as in the commercial, but it's one of the bright aspects of the crisis is that with interest rates basically at zero, there is opportunity to refinance, hopefully, and drive down the interest rate that a lot of people are paying. The problem, of course, is that you most likely are going to need a job to do that. Oh yeah, right. Mm, a and a lot, factor. Of, right? But if you do, you know, look. I don't want to sugarcoat it. The numbers are horrible. We're going to get another set of weekly claims out tomorrow. Yeah. It'll probably show the 20 million people filed for unemployment benefits over the course of just four weeks. Oh. So that's going to be nasty. But mm-hmm. if you are one of the hundred million more who. Actually are working And have and are employed Maybe now is a really good time to think about A refi you got plenty of time at home And so all that paperwork that you hate Doing and all the nonsense and the Hoops they make you jump through I certainly Would give that a try Um, I'm sure Sandy on your pod you're hearing from People and they're saying like should I Refi should I refi and I think refinancing Is a great idea I think The the danger is that a lot of people Just do it and they think oh I should just go To a shorter term Mm. and And I think you should actually go as long a term as possible and give yourself some breathing room. So, if you have a 15-year, maybe you should go to a 30-year just in Mm. case the worst-case scenario should uh, hit your family. And you can always accelerate your pay down later. You don't need to worry about doing that this minute.
1: Okay. That's a good one. And it's funny because I actually – Sandy, um, we called the – our people to refinance and it was just before the you know lockdown ish thing happened and he said okay well we can do it over the phone and then radio silence because everything just kind of collapsed Mm. but now that the banks are kind of like trying to figure out what's going on that you might be able to give them a call and see call the customer service and see if they're able to take stuff over the phone
2: Yeah. Or, you know what, Um, in in certain, you know, I used to, when I was a young lass and I was in the financial services business, I used to say, oh, you should do everything yourself. You can buy your own this, you can do your own that. You know, now as I'm an old, an oldster. Um, what I would say is that sometimes it's really great to have a broker in between you and the process. So um, I have always drifted away from people because I don't like to pay fees. But mm-hmm. I think in with mortgages, with realtors, uh, with uh, some insurances, it's nice to have someone in between you and the actual lender because they can manage the process. So maybe you also talk to a mortgage broker who has access to a lot of different uh, programs that are out there.
1: Mm. Mm. OK. Good angle.
0: All right. So you were talking about touching on you know, people in the unemployment rate. Mm. What, so the government right, is trying to give assistance to these small businesses. Is this going to be enough to prevent more job loss? Do you think that it's really going to work in the long term, or do you think we're still going to be having to stomach? I think it's going
2: to help some people. And, you know, I was just reading a note from uh, one of my favorite economists. I'm sure you guys have that also, you know, right with your favorite things that you're binging right now, your favorite economist. Yeah, the the
1: guy that looks like (laughs) Mel Brooks.
2: Oh, you like him? You like him. Uh, He's not writing that much, but thank you for saying that. Okay, thank you. Um, And remind me to tell you a funny story about him and that piece. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this guy's name is Joel Neroff. He's a Philadelphia-based economist. And one of the things that he wrote that I thought was brilliant is he said, the actions taken by Congress and the Federal Federal Reserve They are stabilizing programs. They are not stimulus plans. Uh, And mm -hmm. his point is you have to stop falling before you can start rising again. And Mm -hmm. so what they're really trying to do is keep people afloat and really help people manage this period. But, Sandy, I don't know the answer to your question because in some respects it's unknowable at this moment. We Mm -hmm. just are not clear. That's the issue.
0: It's so scary. And with all the money that the government is, quote unquote, printing, I don't know. Can you explain that side of it? How? Do, where do they get this money that they're pouring yeah.
1: in?
2: It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know when they used to say, like, we're firing up the printing presses? Yeah, <laughs> well, right. That's kind of how it does work. I mean, Treasury, in concert with the Federal Reserve, creates money. And they can create money. Now, the reason they don't like to do this very often is If you have a bunch of money flowing into the financial system, Mm -hmm. what it can do is over a longer period of time, it can not only raise the level of the debt and the deficit, Mm -hmm. but it can also create inflation. That's always been like, oh, you know, we're not going to become Argentina. We're not going to just print money and just put it out there. Mm -hmm. Right, Right, That's fine, except we're in a period of time where there's an emergency. So we have to print money. And by the way, there's no way there's going to be any inflation because guess what? No one's spending money right now.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And, you know.
2: In about an hour, we're going to get retail sales that are going to come out. And this is oh. going to be the first report that we're going to see since the, the brunt of the crisis hit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. And we're going to show a drop of you know maybe like seven percentage points from a year ago. Because, you know, I don't care how much food you're buying and how much toilet paper you're buying. <laughs> the fact that you're not buying everything else is going to be an issue for the economy.
0: When do you think we're going to reopen? Because that's the, that's the hot topic right now. I have
2: no idea because, you know, you listen to epidemiologists, you listen to doctors. I have So I will um, candidly admit that my college roommate is a doctor and her husband is the head of cardiology at a big hospital out on Long Island. And I've been talking to them to try to understand what's been going on. And, you know, to hear it from the people on the front lines, they would love it if we could be locked down until the Fourth of July weekend. They really believe that, like, that's what needs to happen to slow this thing down. Yeah. When you listen to others they get, you know, well, no we don't want to do that and you know, I found this really interesting piece of research that came out of, you know, another bunch of wonky economists, right? Okay, all right. And what they found is they looked back to the 1918 flu. Mm -hmm. And when they looked back At the 1918 flu And they studied that They said Okay What happened to the places Because it was really about Like city by city Forget state by state What happened to those places That were most aggressive And what's fascinating is That the tougher the measures There were That curbed the spread The better the the local economies Performed over the long term And they thought that was A surprising Uh, finding So I think we We may be confusing this A little bit We keep thinking open, open, open. But Mm -mm. if you open too quickly and people are freaked out and you have another wave of virus, then it's not going to be good.
1: A study out of Harvard just the other day says two years is when the social distancing should end. How do you think about that?
2: Well, um, I, I, I tell you what, I, I just put this to my girlfriend. I said, you know, what if our beloved Islanders happened to like, what if they opened up the NHL season mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and for some like amazing coincidence and stroke of luck, the Islanders made it and were in the Stanley Cup finals. OK. Would we go to Nassau Coliseum in June to see a game? And she looked at me and I said, there's no way I'm going. I love my island. Oh, really? Like, there's uh, no way I'm going. And I yeah. think that a lot of this is going to be interesting because I feel like there's three levels here. You know, there's a national response – There is the local response, but then there's our response and we just don't know how we're going to respond to a a reopening and what it's going to be like. I don't know. You guys want to sit in a tight studio talking to each other and having people come in and out all the time. How how do you feel about
0: that? No,
1: not not very well, especially this week. I don't. Yeah.
0: A part of me is like I long for it. I miss it. Of but then that's my I'm in the clouds kind of side of me. And then I'm like pragmatic, like, oh, shoot. All right. Maybe we should not. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. It. How old are your kids? Uh, 10 and 15. So were they what were their summer plans prior to the virus? Well, here's the big debate in the house. We have a trip planned for July mm-hmm. and it's our entire family. So half yeah. of the family's like, oh, no, we we aren't going to cancel. I'm the one that's like. All right, I think we should cancel this. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I know it's it's and it's tough. Hey, let me paint
1: yep. a picture. Let me paint a picture of Sandy. Eleven Italians in an RV. Figure that one out.
0: It's, yeah, I mean, we, there's got to be a lot of good food there.
1: <laughs> yeah, they bring lasagna. It's we, crazy.
0: How about this? We drive down in an RV, right, to Myrtle, and yeah. it's all of us, the entire family in this RV. And there's 14, Scott. Oh, 14? 14 of us. And My then God, you
1: guys populate. We
0: park it in the parking lot and then stay in the hotel because we're not camping people. We yes. just, let's get there, and then we stay at the hotel. Nice, right? But
1: they do bring their own lasagna.
0: Um, we do. Absolutely. Mom's cooking. <laughs>
1: Can I
0: just say one
2: thing? I have yeah. I have one request of Sandy. Sandy, you've been uh, such a good friend to me and I appreciate it. And I've come onto your podcast whenever you want. And mm-hmm. I love these hits. I am going to be making a ragu this weekend. And I am asking all of my best Italian chef friends <laughs> to send me their recipes. So do you feel comfortable sending me the family recipe in allowing you to do this? Do you
0: feel like you can do it or not? I'm gonna ask mom. Me personally, I am not the cook, but I will ask mom, definitely, absolutely. All right, that's all I ask (laughs) of you.
1: You I'm the cook it. in my uh, my house, and I will send you my ragu recipe.
0: <laughs> I want to
2: hear. Can I, I want to hear it. I want it all. Okay. Ah,
1: okay, <laughs> it's a deal, Jill Schlesinger. <laughs> thank you. You're our sunshine this morning, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Jill thank Schlesinger. You. Jill on Money podcast. Check that out. Get her book on Amazon, and uh, watch her on CBS. And we'll we'll talk about the Mel Brooks Economist story next week. How's that? So? Okay, you got it. <laughs> it's a deal. Ninety nine to Buzz and Spazano and Sandy.